0: My name is Brent, and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. How do you balance it all? Work, home, maintaining relationships, mental, physical health. I mean, it is the ever struggle of juggling life. How do you stay focused through it? How do you handle it? Do we have the capacity for all of it and to really reach our dreams? I think we do, and on today's show, we're gonna talk about the great juggling act that we all go through to balance things and maybe not lose your mind in the process. You're not going to want to miss this, guys. Our guest is Raj Subramayor, who wants to talk about actionable steps to help you achieve these goals.
1: This is the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Here is your host, the Fallible Man, Brent Dowling.
0: Raj, Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast.
2: Thanks for having me, man. I'm super excited to be here.
0: So, Raj, I do not do full-blown introductions, and you said you've heard a couple of my podcasts. Right. It, it just doesn't work, right? I, I look you up before the show. I do a bunch of research, but it, it doesn't right. help my guests. So, tell us who you are and why you're here today. So, again... I'm
2: Raj and I'm a tech career strategist. So I help people specifically in the tech space to find a dream job and become successful leaders in the industry. I've been in the tech space for over 15 plus years now and I use my personal experiences and strategies to help other people uh, like me. So that's my main part of my job. I also do a lot of speaking at multiple conferences, company private events, in fact, as uh, we're talking, this Saturday, I'm going to give my second TEDx talk. Um, so I'm actually prepping for that. Congratulations. And finally, I love writing. I write for a lot of large publications and tech magazines as well, sharing my thoughts on different things related to entrepreneurship, motivation, tech stuff, uh, productivity, and so on and so forth. And the reason why I'm here is um, I feel your theme in terms of the podcasting, where as a man, you have to juggle a lot of things. And especially if you're running your own business, how do you manage family? How do you manage business? How do you manage mental and physical health? How do you stay sane in a very insane age we are living in? So I wanted to share so many different strategies, which I personally followed to keep myself grounded and still perform at the peak level. So that's why I'm here. And I think uh, your audience will get some actionable strategies from that discussion as well.
0: I have no doubt they will get actionable strategies. Uh, I think you're going to share a lot of amazing things with us today. But the most important thing you're going to share right now is what is your favorite kind of ice cream?
2: Chocolate. There's no other ice cream better than chocolate.
0: (laughs) Any specific chocolate or just chocolate in general? chocolate
2: in general you put anything uh chocolatey it could be chocolate and on top of that you could put kit kat and then chocolate crumbles and then chocolate chips then a chocolate chip cookie right so but the base should be chocolate and uh yeah i'm a chocolate fanatic so that's one of the main reasons That is one of the main reasons I work out, because uh, I could eat a lot of chocolate. The second reason is so that I can drink a lot of beer. Those are the two only hobbies in my life.
0: A man after my own heart. You're right there, man. it's right there with me. (laughs) So you said you're about to do your second TEDx Talks. Congratulations on that. That is incredible. And you said in your bio that you have a third one planned for this year, too. Yep. That is incredible. Congratulations on that.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been quite a journey right um that out, that also kind of uh relates to our conversation where you have all these goals mm-hmm. which you plan for but then life th- throws you a curveball and you have to deal with different things right so um one basic formula which i have followed to you know that giving TED talks is an example but whenever i want to accomplish something in life i usually come up with a uh, elaborate plan, where, for example, let's stick with the TED talk, right? So, I wanted to give a TED talk four years ago. Like I knew that I wanted to some, in some, n- in near future, I wanted to give a TED talk. So, I had a vision that I was gonna impact pe- millions of people from a TED stage. That was a vision, right? Mm-hmm. And then. I had to figure out different goals to reach that vision. So the goal would be to start speaking in front of large audiences, then start giving keynotes, um, then start thinking about different topics, start taking courses, right? So those are some goals associated with reaching the main vision of being a TED speaker. And then now you have goals, but then you have to have tasks to actually accomplish those goals. So one of the examples would be if you say you want to take a TED speaking course, then some of the tasks would be research what TED speaking courses are available, then figure out what what is the duration, right? What is the price? So there's so many tasks associated with just taking the TED speaking course. And then I go one step further and plug that into my Google Calendar. So I would put chunks of time mentioning exactly what I'm going to do that particular day. So every day, I don't assume assume or think about what to do. It's already there on my Google calendar as a block of time, like a one-hour block of time, right? I read this book called uh, Deep Work by Cal Newport. I highly, highly suggest that because it talks about how to do cognitively demanding tasks in f- focused time box sessions, and that's what I'm doing as well. And, yeah, so once you have the vision, goals, tasks, map that into your Google Calendar, now we are talking in terms of an actionable way to reach that vision. And then in January, I started applying for uh, TED Talks after doing all this work, and I was just very grateful, lucky, and some hard work to get three uh, TED Talks this year. So I'm going to do my second one this Saturday. It's on toxic leadership. And... um, the third one is going to be about Asian racism topic. So, yeah. So that is that is some actionable strategy there, right there for all of you watching or listening. If, if, you, ha- if you have anything you want to accomplish in, mind, in your mind, put that in writing. Come up with a plan and then
0: execute it. All right. I, I got to ask, right? Because everybody's going to argue to some extent. Is there such a thing as a life balance? Can you really accomplish a balance?
2: <laughs> that's that's a great question. Um, it, it depends upon what balance means to you, right? Different different people have different interpretation of what balance actually means. So for me, balance is having enough time to travel. Balance is spending enough time with my family, balances making sure I can still run my business successfully without killing myself. So <laughs> that is balance for me. But that may look different for another person. But if, if it's a single person, young, with no responsibilities, balance could be working out and then earning a lot of money, right? So I think it's very contextual when you talk about balance. And when I say work-life balance, what I mean is Having some structure in life so that you could uh, give the necessary attention based on your intention to the necessary things, right? So let's just take an example here. So uh, as we were talking, I uh, wrote my book as well, which got published last December. And I wrote the book in the midst of a pandemic while taking care of my then three-month-old son full-time for seven months from 9 to 4 30 p.m and then I also wrote the book while actually coaching clients while running my business while doing my writing while doing my speaking right but I had to find a balance so I decided that always in the mornings is going to be family time with when I say family time it was mainly taking care of my kid and I still used to have dinner with my Uh, wife and kid. And then the other times was work time. So I structured my life. And from 8 to 10 p.m. every day for 30 days, I wrote 1,500 to 2,000 words. That's how I was able to write the book. So what the summary of what I'm trying to say is you decide what work-life balance means to you and just have a structure. And that's where it all boils down to.
0: It is, I think, possibly one of the most elusive things that people are searching for right i had one of my guests tell me he got to talk to i'm gonna blow this he's one of the guys from shark tanks mark something oh mark cuban yeah he got to he got to do a five-minute interview with mark cuban at one point nice and was talking to him and he asked mark Cuban, "It's like you know is there such time as balance? And Mark was like, well, there is now. He said, sometimes when you're getting to where you want to go, it's it's elusive. Sometimes there has to be an unbalance for you to achieve certain things and then you fall back into that balance. So yeah, I think it's very personal. I think it's a a very confusing thing that all of us are looking for, right? Because I work a full-time job I have this business on the side, my wife has a business, we have two little girls, and that is man, if I could figure out that balance, that is one of my biggest struggles It's just finding that balance of my multiple jobs and our family and going to the gym.
2: Right. But I do think another thing which I forgot to mention talking about balance is that um, if you really love your job, what you do, then that also adds to it, right? Because when you enjoy what you do, then you feel that you're more stable, you have a better mental health and physical health, right? So there's a lot of people who are probably in toxic environments, right? And then they find it hard to juggle in between so many different things. And uh, if you really love your job, that really adds to it. And also remember that we go through seasons in life. Right, just like fall, winter, spring, summer, you have some seasons where you have to, for example, for you, you may have some seasons where you have to do a lot of podcast episodes, some seasons where you have to concentrate on work, and similarly for me, my first half of twenty twenty one was just focused on my book and writing, second half was focused on my TED talks. Now my fall uh, season is going to be building my online course. So. We go through different seasons and whenever you take up something, then you have to figure out okay, how much now time I have to give to this compared to my family, right? Because I think all people have different buckets. Usually it falls under health, family, wealth, personal, and career buckets. Mm -hmm. And you cannot have all five full because you have only 24 hours, and then you probably sleep for about five to eight hours a day, right? So if if you're gonna increase the capacity in one, then the other buckets are going to go down. You have to make the decision on what is okay and what's not okay. And I think that's how life works. Life is like a stock market, right? So you, you have up and down. And then if you concentrate on one thing, then that means you're not paying attention to other things. That's why it's very, very, you have to be really careful on what you work on. If it's not aligned with your vision, it's not aligned with what you really want to do, then why do it? Because you are taking time from another bucket and working on something which is totally unnecessary to you. So those are some things we have to be constantly thinking about. And I have a filtering system, usually when things come my way. So uh, I have this, what I call the focus funnel. So you first say you have a task A the first thing you need to think about is whether it could be eliminated, right? Okay, if it it cannot be eliminated, then could it be automated? If it cannot be automated, then could it be delegated? If it cannot be delegated, then you have two options. One is procrastinate a little bit more and then work on it later. Or if that's not possible, then that's the major priority you have to work on right now. That's the focus funnel, right? And I also, I picked this up from another book called Procrastination on Purpose by uh, Rory Waden. And then I customized it based on my needs. But that is how I make my decisions and how I'm, I again, I'm a work in progress. From the way I'm speaking, don't think that I'm an expert in what I'm doing. The point is, it's all about you know figuring out things. And I think life is like that. You just figure out things and then you just, Go with the ebbs and flows in life, right? So that's something to think about.
0: So balance, life balance may actually be one of the biggest both talked about and untalked about things, right? There are some people who are having that conversation and trying to figure it out. There are other people who just most of us are just scrambling not to drown, right? Because we get yep. busier and busier and busier. It's very clear you are working through priorities. You've kind of built in the system and you just shared a little bit about your filter system. For someone, because there are a lot of men out there who are are in the same boat. They're trying to balance. They're trying to figure out how to balance being parents. They're trying to figure out how to be a spouse, how to have a job. Maybe they're trying to chase a side dream or right side hustle. I kind of hate that term. It's just weird to me. All of us are... And, and right. A lot of us are giving up our health to do it. A lot of guys are giving up their physical health, eating crap. I can't count how many years I ate at the gas station. Cause that was just, you know, run through the gas station, deli or McDonald's and, and keep working. Right. So how do we start? Cause that is the biggest hangup for most people. A lot of people get uh, analysis by our paralysis by analysis. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do the research and they dream about figuring this all out, but most people fail to start. So how do we start this process of prioritizing and balancing our life?
2: Wow. So there's so much I have to say on this topic, but um, let me you know, put that into actionable items step by step so that people can start from somewhere. So the first thing is you have to figure out what your priorities are and uh, what are the things you want to work on or you think you want to work on. Just take a paper and pen. Start writing down stuff, okay? And do this in an uninterrupted manner for about 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, no Facebooking, no me- no instant, mes- <clears throat> instant messaging, but write it down in a, on, a, on your notepad, different things you're thinking, right? Because all the things you want to do in life is right over here, but you need to put it visually in the notepad or somewhere so that you can start seeing patterns. So that is the first step. Write down all the things which you're thinking, which you wanna do in life, which you wanna, which you think you wanna prioritize, which you think you're not doing well, whatever that may be, just do the mind up. Second step is put a number between one to 10 on what you think is really important in that list, right? Say if you have 15 things, right? I would just still put on the first, the top 10 you wanna do, put a number one to 10. So, say for example, in your list, you have things like you're overweight and you want to get healthy and uh, you're not focusing enough time on family, enough time on your business, Um, you're always stressed, right? If, say for example, those are some things you listed and you prioritize that by putting the numbers. The third step is okay, now you put a number saying number one is I want to get healthy because if you're not healthy, and if you're not mentally stable, it's hard to focus on anything. So probably that's where you wanna start. Okay, so I know that's my first priority. So what am I gonna to do to get healthy, right? Then start breaking down a big goal into small, small chunks. Because remember folks, one of the common problems majority of the people face is they try to do a lot of things all at once and then they get overwhelmed and stressed and then go back to the same situation they were in previously. And this is uh, a vicious cycle. Instead, think about starting simple, starting small. Take a big go, Chunk it down into small, 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 small steps. So that is the third thing you want to do. If you want to get healthy, maybe you want to first throw out all the, uh, again, I'm by no means I'm a nutrition, so <laughs> I'm not an expert in this but I'm just sharing what I've done in my in my in my personal experience which has worked for me some things I did to become healthy is again again uh this you may not know this but I was 50 pounds heavier till 2016 then I lost 50 pounds in 6 months and since then I've been keeping up that weight the way I did that was I uh, had an accountability partner um in my case, it was my wife who was helping to support my healthy, fit journey. Then I started reading books about it. Then I joined a program where I could meet with a group of people and talk about the the weight issues and the stress I'm going through. And then I had a lot of uh, visual aids to remind me what my purpose was. So I had a picture of myself being overweight, and then I stuck it on different um, shelves, which had ba- which had chocolates and chips, right? So every time I have to open the uh, cupboard or the shelf, my picture will be there, which is a constant reminder that you really need it right now. So those are some strategies which I followed, but you can figure out what strategies, right? So. Again, just to summarize till now what I've said, first one is writing down all the things in your mind. Second thing is putting a number between one to 10 to prioritize it. Third thing is for each one, start identifying different tasks you want to do. And in this case, I was using an example of getting healthy, right? Then the fourth thing is put that on your calendar. And it will be a constant reminder of how. Every day, it'll tell you every day what you need to do. And the way I do this is uh, every weekend, I spend about 15 to 20 minutes and figure out next week, what are the different priorities for me? And then I plot time already on my calendar, on my Google calendar. That's why I joke with people that if Google calendar is down, my life stops. My entire life actually runs on Google calendar, right? So you have those time blocks uh, about, say, working out Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 6 to 6 That could be a time block which relates to getting healthy, right? So once you put that on the calendar, and then if you follow this for say 30, 60 days, then slowly you start seeing the effects, right? And that is how you could get unstuck. And that is how you could start gradually. And again, remember while doing this, things are not going to be perfect, which is fine. What you could do is try something for Couple of weeks, and then analyze and see whether it's working or not. If not, then tweak it a little bit, and then try it for the next couple of weeks. Thing is, you have to be consistent. That is one of the biggest problems where people just try it for three days and then give up, like going to the gym. Right? They'll buy these fancy shoes and shirt and gym membership. How many times you've seen people? They'll go for two weeks and then stop. Right? It's the same thing here. So, anyways, that is how you strategically. um uh, accomplish your goals and you can start.
0: I, I identify with the gym thing. I, I've been a gym rat for years. And so like January to February, every year just cracks me up with the amount of people who buy like a year long gym membership. Right. And if a hundred people do it by the end of February, 15 of them will still be at the gym
1: and right. they paid
0: for a year up front. Right. So yeah, no, I, I identify with that for sure. So, Raj, you are unpacking a lot for us, and we're going to roll to our sponsor right now. But, guys, don't go away. We're going to be right back with more with Raj.
1: Today's episode brought to you by TheFallibleMan.com. That's right, it's us. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com and check out our blog, updated twice a week with new content and links to all of our social media offerings. Tag or search us at TheFallibleMan or at FallibleMan on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and other social medias for daily content. While you're there, check out our Attitude Swag, shirts, cups, stickers, and more. Again, that's www.thefallibleman.com.
0: Guys, we're back with Raj Suddenmayer. Am I saying that right or am I totally butchering that? It's out <laughs> of curiosity. You
2: you, were you, you almost right. So it's Subramire. Subramayer. But I should tell you why the story about the last last name because it's really interesting and take only a minute. So okay. my actual name is Subramanian. It's like the John Smith of India, South India. It's really common last name. Mm-hmm. And I married uh, a, a Caucasian, German, Irish uh, person. Her last name is Wiesmeyer and we wanted to create our own legacy. So we combined my last name Subramanian with Wiesmeyer, and we have Meyer. So it's Meyer. So that's why it's different uh, compared to any name you've heard because we actually combine our last names. In fact, that's why I'm, our company name is called Chai Latte Consulting. I'm brown, she's white, and we have a mocha baby. So it's Chai Latte Consulting. We want to build our own legacy. Mm-hmm. So that's the story behind it.
0: That's very cool. I, I always feel bad when I mess up people's names, like, oh, I know I'm going to get this wrong. I try, and sometimes I think to ask, and sometimes I totally we get started, and I totally forget to ask before the show starts rolling, and I still butcher it. So, but I, people
2: can relate to Raj, because uh, you have Raj Kutrapali from The Big Bang Theory, we, and Raj is a pretty common name in Hollywood movies and TV shows, and I'm... And Raj is also a really common name in India as well. So um, in that way, you know, people find it, it's really hard to butcher Raj. But yes, the last name, sometimes it's hard because uh, it's a name which we uh, made up for uh, starting our own legacy. So
0: We we are a Big Bang Theory household.
2: (laughs) You are, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Guilty pleasure. Um, My oldest niece has Asperger's. And is, you know, deeply on the scale. And so the first time we saw the show, we saw Sheldon and went, wow, this, this is my niece right here. You know, I, we totally understood his character because of that. So it was very cool for us to see something, a, a series that was both hilarious and kind of exposed people to the idea of there, there's nothing wrong with them. They just think differently. And I mean, they're still super intelligent. And she is smart as a whip. She just, you know, can get overstimulated very quickly. And so it it was just, we fell in love with the show instantly.
2: And you know what the funny thing is? So uh, I used to do uh, STEM programs for uh, young kids, uh, fourth graders, fifth graders, Mm -hmm. teaching them concepts about computer science and math. And they used to come to me and say, how come? you're able to speak pretty fluently rashkuter Kutrapali doesn't speak that much i said yeah i'm pretty much the exact opposite of rashkuter Kutrapali. but um but you know i've been working and trying to speak to people so it's okay right so it's funny because in the first half of big bang theory rashkuter Kutrapali can drink i uh, can uh speak when even he has alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, I don't need alcohol to speak. So there 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 you have the difference. That would be very
0: awkward with a be married. It would be a very hard marriage if you couldn't speak to your wife. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Raj, let me ask you, what is one thing under a hundred dollars that you purchased this year that has had the most profound impact on your life?
2: One thing under a hundred dollars that I purchased this year, which are profound. So I um, fell off the boat when it comes to working out uh, due to multiple reasons for a couple of months and I started gaining weight. I wasn't feeling, you know, good about myself. You know, my mental uh, stability was all messed up. So I decided to get back into working out. And for the past seven weeks, I've been working out every single day and I got in love with these... workout shorts which i've uh i think now i've got six pairs of them it's called ten thousand wow and that is uh it's about 67 to 69 dollars and they have a lifetime guarantee i think i may have one here hold on let me show you Uh, yeah i I literally have this over here so this is how it looks and it's so comfortable it's called ten thousand by the way F- folks are listening or watching, they don't pay me to advertise their products, so just letting you know. But the point is, this is the best damn shorts I've worn in my entire life, and I have six pairs of it right now. Uh, but yeah, I started with the one shorts which I bought, one pair of shorts, and uh, it was $16, and that has been my best investment this year, I would say.
0: Wow, I, I- Man, I don't know that I own six of anything. So that's got to be a really comfortable set of shorts. It's
2: so comfortable, man. Like, I lift weights and I do a lot of running, um, play basketball. um, And then, and then, so, and uh, Sarah asked me, well, how about the shirt? Funny story, or interesting story, is I designed these shirts. So if you go to skyrocketyourcareerbook.com, my book website, Mm -hmm. and we were, my wife and I, when when I wrote the book and, you know, um, I was uh, uh, we were thinking about, you know, how to make the best use of, you know, this opportunity, right? And I always love to see people's merchandise and stuff, right? And I didn't care about the money at all. Frankly, I don't make that much money at all from the merchandise. But the point is, I love wearing things which inspires me. So all my shirts, even before starting designing my shirts... Everything will have a quote or it just inspires me because I'm a sucker for motivational quotes and every day I want to be inspired. So I said, you know what, let's just design our own shirts and merchandise. So yeah, uh, this is something which I use quite often. Let's do epic shit. I think that's what life is about. And uh, yeah, we have t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and I have a lot of uh, other quotes, which I when I, which I use quite often at conferences and, you know. Uh, for example, to be a legend, you need to do legendary work, right? That's something I firmly believe in. And those things are all designed by me. So, yeah, you can definitely go check it out. So this one is mine, but the shorts is from a third-party company.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. So you talked about you're heavily reliant on your calendar uh, to help you stay organized. And, you know, that's uh, something I've learned in the last year is I, I live by my calendar. It's right to, to the point where I, like, I schedule in slots where this is my time with my children to make sure exactly I do the exact same thing. Okay, good. I'm not the only one.
2: (laughs) I do the exact same thing, and you know what? We go one step further, mayor. Where my wife and I have shared calendars, Mm so when someone schedules a meeting uh, for a podcast interview or a TV interview, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, Google Calendar. It's a shared calendar, so. I'll know whether that actually co- that con- has a conflict with another family meeting, which I have. So then I could say, "Hey, no, this time is not going to work for me." So I highly, highly recommend mm-hmm. uh, if you have a significant other, you probably want to have shared calendars as well. Have your personal calendar. Let the, your significant other has have another personal their personal calendar, but also have a shared calendar, and in that way you could see what each other's schedule is. And then you can plan your life accordingly, and so that's why I was saying, literally, our lives run on Google Calendar.
0: <laughs> I, I understand. Sarah and I, uh, and for all of us listening, my wife does all the video work in the background. You guys can't hear her, but she's in the back making the video portion of this work. So that's why Raj was responding to her about the shirts.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's how we, I'm seeing their uh, response on the chat window. So yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah she's over here commentating while we're talking. Sarah and I have shared a calendar for years, right? We, on Google calendar for years and years, mainly just so I know, you know, when I'm looking at my calendar, I think I screwed up. and I don't have her schedule built into my scheduling calendar Mm-hmm. because the scheduling calendar is a new step for me having that, uh, I scheduling app. Ah, uh-huh. so I use Calendly. Yeah. I use the same one.
2: Yeah. And Calendly, uh, syncs with your Google accounts, right? So Carlene and I, my wife and I, we have a shared email address and all our house stuff, everything goes in that email address. And yeah, I have my personal Gmail. She has her personal Gmail, but we you can sync it in that way. There's no conflicts and even your business meetings mm-hmm. uh, follows a set cadence based on your personal calendar. Right, so I know it works in Calendly, but uh, yeah, if you use another scheduling service, then yeah, there's something you probably want to figure out.
0: No, I think I use. I think I use Calendly. I have it set to match my Google Calendar, but the way we share our calendar, I can see hers. It doesn't necessarily block it out on my schedule unless she's using uh, me a meeting request. It's not like we're using the same exact one. I can just see hers, and she can see mine. So I think I need to right. go in and adjust that in calendarly to make that work so I don't schedule this over stuff. I hadn't thought so about you
2: that. Calendarly and what I'm talking about is Canonly. So they're two different applications, right? I'm lost.
0: Maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no. She, Sarah said she, she, you, you folks are using Calendly as well. Okay. We both are talking about the same application. Okay. okay then it is possible. Okay, cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, this is why my wife does the smart stuff. She works in the background and make sure I don't screw it up too badly. I just can't say the word.
2: <laughs> That's hilarious, but yeah. So uh, you definitely yeah um, scheduling stuff on your calendar um, really really helps. Even uh, date time right date time with your wife like so we don't have family in Chicago and uh, Carly and I take care of our kids so. When we schedule date time where, say, a friend comes in and, you know, uh, babysits our kid. Now he's going to turn two next year. I mean, next month. And um, so we'll schedule date nights and stuff on the calendar as well so that we are mindful Mm -hmm. of uh, whether we're spending quality time with our significant other. Right. So everything goes on the calendar then now i know there are certain people would say man you have to schedule your personal life yeah then what it's better than not spending time with your significant other because of other commitments right and at least if you schedule you are actually making time for it so you know that is at least better than not uh, spending time because it was not there in the calendar or you just forget it. Right. So those are some things you really want to think about.
0: I felt weird the first time I put it on my calendar that I just blocked out Wednesday afternoons for after my normal nine to five job for time with my kids. Right. Yeah. I went, hey, okay. This is one day I'm not going to come home. I'm not going to turn on the computer. I'm not going to check email from the time I walk in for my normal nine to five job till they go to bed. It's theirs. Right. And I felt really weird the first time I put that on the calendar, but that has helped me make sure that I am spending the time I need to as a father with my children. Uh, I think people underestimate how valuable such a simple thing like a calendar is.
2: And I think it's even more relevant in this day and age where everyone is working remotely um, from their kitchen tables, from their living rooms, right? And the line between your actual work and your personal life has blurred out quite a bit. So you really have to have strategies and boundaries to respect the time. During work hours, make sure you do only work. During family hours, make sure you do only family thing. When you try to mix both, that's when things start getting crazy. So again, it boils down to the first thing which I was mentioning, which is always focus on one thing. When you sit, focus on one thing. Right. We live in this day and age where there's so many distractions, uh, including our digital media, like our phone. Even you would have observed people are on date night and both of them are on their phones. Then why are you on a date? Right. And if I say this to someone, then they think I'm the weird person. That's the the era we live in right now. Um, You really need to be mindful, be present, and be focused on what you do. That's when you become highly productive. That's when you. You, you pay more attention and notice the things you probably may not notice if you're on your phone, right? So scheduling everything and then uh, uh, focusing on one thing and setting boundaries is really, really
0: important. I think uh, scheduling in on your calendar actually lets you be more focused in the moment on what you're doing, because you know that that time is just blocked for this, and so you can be more present in that moment because you know, oh, well, I'm going to take care of this other later. Right. But this is just, uh, yeah, I, I think calendars are underutilized for that.
2: And it seems like your wife had a great idea. Sarah said switching, uh, trading babysitting, uh, has really worked for you guys. That's what she's saying. I think that's a great idea. Um, yeah, it's something definitely to think about. I think with, Uh, COVID and stuff like that, you know, it's become even more, you know, you have to go one step further and see, you know, what works for people. And it's all that stuff you have to go through. But um, that's definitely a great point as well, something to keep in mind.
0: I'm, I'm sure you understand as a young father, like, I am super particular about who takes care of my kids.
2: Oh yeah percent I'm actually
0: okay. almost more OCD about it than my wife is. She trusts a lot more people with her kids than I do. I'm super overprotective. so that's uh you know something that's been valuable for us It's a short list, yeah. Before we keep rolling, guys, question of the show because I've got to ask, share in the comments what do you do to try and manage and balance all of the things in your life? We all. Raj and I are talking about it very openly. We live by our calendars. I'm sure a lot of you do too. Even if you don't physically, like actually write it down on your calendar or digitally put it on your calendar, a lot of us are forced to live by calendars to some extent. So how do you, what are some of the ways you use to try and manage and balance the all the things that are going on in your busy life? Share in the comments, guys. Share and help the community because hey, you may have a great idea that you do that someone else hasn't tried yet. So be sure and let us know.
2: Here's one thing I wanted to mention related to that question. So, okay. Carly and I, we usually have um, family meetings every week where for 30 minutes we actually sit together and think about okay, what are the different things going on next week? What are the different commitments? individual commitments and couples commitments then who's going to uh, drop our kid to daycare who's going to pick pick up our kid and then who's going to cook what foods are what food uh, options are we going to have right because we also want to not end up getting food every day from a restaurant we also want to cook so then what vegetables do we need for cooking, so we actually go through our budgets and everything in the 30-minute session. We call it the Subrameyer Family Meeting, Mm -hmm. and we have been doing it for around five years now, and it's worked wonders for us because knowing what's coming up in the next week and um, knowing what to do next really helps to ease the stress, especially uh, when you have a lot of responsibilities like families, right, so uh, that is one thing to uh, consider another thing is having morning routines also helps where you wake up in the morning and try to do the same set of things again and again and again and then it sets you up for success for the rest of the day like for example I do meditation I try to work out uh, I do a mind dump every day to figure out okay what are the things I need to accomplish today and then it helps me get some clarity right because I consider life like a Netflix movie watching a Netflix movie how many times have we decided to like have a date night, right? And then you want to watch a movie and you this this what happens. You'll open Netflix and then there are millions of recommendations. Then you kept, keep scrolling, 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 and then it takes 45 minutes to actually select the movie. And then by the time you start watching the movie, it's about an hour right past mm-hmm. the actual time you want to watch the movie. And then halfway through, you feel sleepy and then you go back to then you go to sleep just watching half of the movie. How many times people have been in that situation? The answer is almost every freaking time. That's because we don't have a plan. If But think about the another situation where you exactly know what movie you want to watch. You sit together at 8 p.m., watch the movie, enjoy with with popcorn or beer or however you enjoy a movie. How is that experience compared to surfing through what movie you want to watch for an hour, right? That's what I'm talking about. Our lives are like that as well. Lives are like that as well, where if you know what you're doing, you know, you have lesser stress. You don't waste time on thinking about what to do. You know what to do, right? So that is the difference here, folks. So that's what I'm trying to, you know, uh, mention here, which is you really need to think about giving lesser stress to your mind. And some of the things I'm mentioning does help to reduce the stress.
0: I think a great deal. You mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, we have seasons. I was looking through your bio and the information you put in your profile about various accomplishments and things you've been doing over the last, I think since about 2010. Mm-hmm. And it seems that you kind of set either a yearly or almost half yearly goal to really just kind of dedicate yourself to mm-hmm. uh, is there a process of that as far as you know is that a yearly goal is that a bi-yearly goal what is what are you, what are you doing there there's some purposefulness that's a, there
2: that's a great question actually so uh every year uh usually in the mid mid midweek of december or the last week of december i take about three to four or even a week, actually, a block the entire week just for planning next year, right? Here are some things I do in that week where I don't work, but I think about what were the things I accomplished this year? What are the goals which I wanted to accomplish this year and what I accomplished and what didn't I accomplish, right? So I do an analysis and then I figure out, okay, what are the different things I want to do next year, which is going to bring me joy and which is going to impact other people. That's what I live by and that's why I do what I do to impact people. Right. So I'll think about these ideas in a notepad, then number them between one to ten. You see there's a pattern here where everything is saying. So number them between one to then one to ten and then I pick pick the top three to four things I want to do the next year. Right. And then I um I usually have five buckets which I kind of mentioned the health, family, career, wealth, and personal development bucket and in each of those i identify different things i want to do so it's a whole planning exercise for four or five days and then i come up with this whole goal set of goals for each of these buckets i call them buckets right and then i come up with an action plan okay what are the different tasks i need to do to accomplish those goals and then i map that to the calendar for the entire year or at least for six to seven months and I plan out the whole year in that one week. And of course, uh, the best you can do is plan it out. But as we know, you're going to get a lot of unexpected things which comes in the middle, right? And then you just have to keep shifting things based on what comes your way. But starting off the year with a big audacious plan with actionable steps is, is really helping you to set yourself up for success. And that's what I do. So that'll be end of December. And then I do a mind map. Uh, Mind map is just like a flowchart and it'll visually tell me what goals, what are the tasks. And then I will stick that on my wall. And every day I look at it and know what my purpose is and what I really need to do. There's no guessing here. I really need no I know what to do. For example, this year, I knew I wanted to give TV interviews. I knew I wanted to do TEDx talks. I knew I wanted to do a group coaching program. I knew I wanted to keep working on promoting and letting people know about my book. I knew I wanted to do workshops. I knew I wanted to do an online course. Those were the six things which I identified. And literally I did the five things and the sixth thing is my online course, which is coming up in the fall, right? So Nothing is ad hoc. Everything was uh, decided last December, and I'm just executing the plan step by step. That that one week you spend is going to really, really help you to ease the stress for the entire year. So that's how I've accomplished 90% of my goals in the past four years, because I am a structure guy, and this is what I do.
0: All right. So you wrote a book called Skyrocket Your Career, The No Bullshit Approach to Find Your Dream Job, Be Successful in It, Transform Into a Rockstar. That's a really long title. How did you land on that title?
2: <laughs> it was literally my life, right? So I thought about um, what I had to go through in my life. And when you think about advancing your careers, right, it's a, it's a cycle. It starts with trying to figure out okay, what job options can I apply for? What are my strengths? Why am I here? What do I need to do in life? You have to answer those questions. And then once you identify the jobs, then you start applying for it. And for applying, you need a lot of strategies. You don't do it ad hoc. Again, you have to have a strategy. Once you apply for jobs, you get interviews. How do you ace interviews? Once you get the interviews, then you're going to get the job offer and then you have to negotiate your salary. Okay, now you got the job with the required salary, you're going to start work, how to be successful in it, right? Then once you are successful, now how to set yourself miles apart from the competition to be a star performer. And once you become a star performer, how to set yourself for exponential growth. So it's a whole job life cycle, that's what I call it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to let people know just from the title, like what the book is going to cover, right? And I don't bullshit at all. The point is, uh, I hate you know beating around the bush. I just give you the strategies. I'll give you my personal experience of what, how how I face something and then what are the strategies I followed and how you can apply it in your real life. Literally a 99-page book of full strategies of the entire job life cycle. So that's, so I wanted the title to reflect that, and that's why uh, the subtitle is The Noble Bullshit Approach to Find Your Dream Job, Be Successful in It, and Transform into a Rockstar. But yeah, the main title is Skyrocket Your Career, but because that's literally what the book is about.
0: Guys, there will be a link in both the YouTube video and the show notes to Amazon to get that book if you're interested in checking it out, see what Raj has to say there. The book is doing quite well on amazon i saw that congratulations on that success there's a lot Thank of competition you. on that on that platform and, so that's cool
2: and just uh four days ago um my book was awarded the silver medal uh, in the best uh, non-fiction book category by readers favorite so just like how you have oscars for movies and emmys for music mm-hmm. you have readers favorite for books and mine was voted among Amongst thousands of books as the second best book in the nonfiction category, right? In fact, I think I have the medal here. I actually got it uh, for uh, four days ago. So yeah, so this the uh, oh so this
0: <laughs> that is very cool,
2: yeah, Silver medal, <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, the book has been doing good, and thanks to its support of you know people and the community. Um, I have over 170 reviews and, um, uh, yeah, uh, it's been impacting people and I'm very grateful people are noticing it. Uh, I've been doing a lot of TV interviews as well, um, based on the book. In fact, this morning I finished an interview with CBS Arizona and, uh, talking about, again, different career related stuff. So yeah, thanks for, uh, letting me share some info about that as
0: well. What is next for you, sir?
2: My big thing is uh, so this season was X season, so I was laser focused on um giving a kick ass TED talk, and I have my second one this Saturday. Uh, I already wrote the third one, I already have the content, but my main focus was on my second TED talk happening um on September 25th. Um, the next Goal after that is launching my online course because a lot of people have been asking me about it, and that was one of my goals. So I'm going to spend the next three months working on my online course and launching it probably beginning of next year. So that is my full focus. Okay.
0: Now, you have this beautiful website. that is rajsubra.com. That's H-W-W-W dot dot com. Raj, is this the best place for people to get in touch with you and find out what's going on, or where else are you?
2: Oh, yeah. So, all my life's work can be found here. And if you see at the top, you have the link to my book website as well. My book website is Um, There, you can download the first chapter for free as well yeah. to check it out and um yeah those are the two places uh, you could connect with me yes but this is my main website you'll find how i help people uh links to different publications uh podcast interviews um, talks and contents which is going to really help you for sure and also make sure you connect with me on linkedin because i literally live on linkedin so uh, if if you follow me every day i post content related to all these different topics we, we, which we just talked about. I have videos and uh, written content. So if you follow me, then you'll get that in your feed and just connect with me. I love um, you know, hearing more stories and uh, connecting with people as well.
0: Raj, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. Guys, we have unpacked so much with Raj today. He's just shared so many actionable steps and I really appreciate that. That's one of the things I like to do on this podcast. So thank you for structuring your answers actually that way, giving people things they can take home today and start making changes in their life. I really appreciate that. I'm sure our listeners will really appreciate that because most people look like I said, just get hung up on where to start. So guys, no listen to this a second time if you want to, or if you need to take notes. Okay. Raj is giving you some gold to get started in whatever direction you want to go. Thank you for taking the time with us guys be better tomorrow because of what you do today and we'll see you on the next one
1: this has been the fallible man podcast your home for everything man husband and father be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own fallible man gear